Welcome to all our listeners of Srimad Devi Bhagwat. Now we shall listen to chapter 9 episodes 39 and 40. Here manifestation of Bhagavati Mahalakshmi curse of Durvasa causes her to leave Devloka. Indra becomes sad and goes to Brihaspati. Narajji says Bhagwan I have heard from your auspicious mouth the stories of Dharmaraj and Savitri Moola Prakriti Bhagavati Bhuneshwari and Nirguna Swarupa Gayatri I now wish to hear everything about Bhagavati Lakshmi O foremost among the knowers of the Vedas please describe to me her form and the different ways of worshiping her please describe to me all her qualities and attributes bhagwan narayan says brahman this happened in ancient times at the beginning of creation during ras mandal shri radha manifested from the vam bhag left side of prabha brahma parmatma bhagwan shri krishna on all four sides were huge banyan trees she was as youthful as a 12 year old girl her complexion was as white as the champak flower magnolia her countenance was most joy giving when she smiled her face shone like a crore of full moons during sharad purnima her large eyes caused the full blooming lotuses to pale into insignificance by the desire of parabrahma parmatma bhagwan shri krishna she manifested a second form which was identical in dress state tejas lustre yash splendor kanti beauty vastra dress abhushan decoration and ornaments gun qualities i mean gun qualities tritya deeds smile countenance love and compassion from the left side manifested shri lakshmi and the right side remained shri radha shri radha took as her husband the two arm most supreme bhagwan shri krishna mahalakshmi also expressed the desire to have bhagwan shri krishna as her husband in order to preserve her prestige and dignity shri krishna himself manifested in two forms his right side remained the two armed shri krishna and from his left side emerged the four armed form of shri vishnu he presented shri mahalakshmi to shri vishnu as his wife that devi who always lovely lovingly looks after the world and bestows wealth and well being is known as shri mahalakshmi in this way the two armed shri krishna became the husband of shri radha and the four armed shri vishnu became the husband of shri mahalakshmi surrounded by gopas and gopikas shuddha swarupini bhagavati shri radha grew in glory and splendor chaturbhuja four arm bhagwan shri vishnu accompanied by bhagavati shri lakshmi retired to his abode vaikuntha the two gods shri krishna and shri vishnu are identical in every way
भगवती श्री महालक्ष्मी बाहर योग मैनिफेस्टेड इन मेनी फॉर्म्स एंडोर्ड विथ ऑल ऑस्पिशियस एंड प्रॉस्परस क्वालिटीज शी सेटल्ड इन वैकुंठा एज महालक्ष्मी एंड बिकॉज ऑफ हर बेनेवलेंस एंड कंपैशन शी वॉज रिवर्ड एंड वर्शिप बाई वुमेन इन हेवन शी अज्यूम द फॉर्म ऑफ इंद्रास वेल्थ एंड वॉज नोन एज स्वर्ग लक्ष्मी इन पाताला शी वॉज वर्शिप्ड इन नाग लक्ष्मी एंड इन दैलेसेस ऑफ किंग्स एज राज्य लक्ष्मी एंड फॉर हाउस होल्डर्स शी इज ऑनर्ड एज गृह लक्ष्मी ऑल दीज फॉर्म्स आर पार्शियल मैनिफेस्टेशन ऑफ दिस देवी महालक्ष्मी शी रेन्स एटर्नली इन हर एंटायरिटी इन वैकुंठा शी बेस्ट सक्सेस एंड ऑस्पिशियसनेस टू हाउस होल्डर्स एंड ट्वेल्स अमॉन्ग देम एज गुड फॉर्चून एमॉन्ग काउस शी ट्वेल्स एज सुरभि एक्सीलेंस एंड फ्रेगरेंस एंड इन यज्ञस शी प्रिसाइड्स एज दक्षिणा in the house of sheera sagara ocean of milk she took birth as a daughter in the beauty of lotuses she is shri and for the moon she took the form of shobha radiance and luster it is from her that the solar system got its light in all things ornaments jewels gemstones fruits water kings queens goddesses planets stars all gains clothes holy places images of the gods mangal kalash rubies pearl strings diamonds sandalwood new shoots of trees and new rain clouds a part of bhagavati shri lakshmi exists mune the first person to worship shri mahalakshmi was bhagwan narayan in vaikuntha the second was brahma ji who performed archana the third one to worship her was shri shiva bhagwan vishnu performed puja to her in shira sagara after that she was worshiped on earth by swayambhu manu primal man son of brahma manavendra a king rishi vara munishwar and gentil householders gandharvas and nagas worshiped her in patala on the 8th day of the bright fortnight of bhadra masa that is 6th month she was worshiped by brahma narada the celebrations lasted throughout the month in all the three lokas on the holy day of tuesday during chaitra pausha and bhadra her puja began to be celebrated because shri vishnu worshiped her all triloki began to worship her with great bhakti during the sankranti of paush 10th month manu installed an image of this devi on a mangal kalash and invited the devi then he offered puja after that in all the three lokas this mahadevi began to be worshiped indra also became her devotee and raja mangala worshiped her in the form of mangala following she was worshiped by raja kedar neel bal subha dhruv uttanpad shukra bali kashyap daksha kardam vivaswan priyavart chandrama kubera vayu yama 
Agni and Varuna. In this way, Bhagavati Mahalakshmi was worshipped by all. She is the supreme ruler of Aishavarya. She is called the embodiment of wealth and fortune. Naradji asked, Shri Mahalakshmi is the beloved of Bhagwan Shri Narayana and eternally presides over Vaikuntha. This ancient Devi is called the ruler of Vaikuntha. A long time ago, in order to honor the word of Bhagwan Shri Narayana, she agreed to come on earth as the daughter of Samudra Devata. How did that happen? Please tell me in detail. Bhagwan Narayan says, Narad, this is an ancient story. Due to the curse pronounced by the sage Durvasa, the Devi Shri departed from Indra. All the Devas began to wander in Marthyaloka, mortal world. Lakshmi abandoned heaven and sadly returned to Vaikuntha. Narad, she went there and merged into the form of Sri Mahalakshmi. The gods were grief-stricken. In great distress, they came to the lotus feet of Sri Brahma. Making him their leader, they all proceeded to Vaikuntha and surrendered themselves to the lotus feet of Sri Vishnu for refuge. Their plight was really sad. Their throats, lips and talus had dried up. Then, in obedience to the will of Purana Purusha Bhagwan, Shri Hari, Sarva, Sampati, Swarupa, the embodiment of all the wealth and fortune in existence, by her own power manifested as the daughter of the ocean. The Devata and Daityas combined and began Mantana, churning of the Shira Sagara, ocean of milk. Mahalakshmi manifested from that ocean. Bhagwan Vishnu himself went there to receive her. This pleased the Devi and she placed a Varmara, Varmala garland, the bridegroom. On Sri Vishnu, who was reclining on the ocean and took her place beside him, Nara, by her blessings, the kingdom of heaven, which the Asuras had snatched away, was restored to the Devas. They sang Sutis in thanksgiving and regularly worshipped her with pujas. Naraji asked Brahman when they, why and for what mistake did Brahmanist one possessing knowledge of the immortal self and Tattvagya possessing knowledge of divine philosophy, Munivara Durvasa pronounce a curse on Indra. Please describe the mantana done by the Devas, which stotras so pleased the Devi that she gave a darshan to Indra. What brought about reconciliation between Indra and Durvasa? In your great kindness, please tell me all these things. All these things. Bhagwan Narayan says, A long time ago, Sage Durvasi ji was going to perform Vaikuntha to the mountain peak of Kailasha. Indra saw him. The body of the Muni was glowing with Brahmatej. He was shining with the brilliance of thousand rays of the summer sun. His matted and braided locks shone like a molten gold. He wore a white yagyo with sacred thread and carried the skin of an antelope 
a rod and a kamadelu in his hands he was accompanied by countless students all well versed in the vedas and scriptures as they approached indra lowered his head and offered pranams sage durvasa blessed him and also gave him divine parijata flowers which had been given to him by shri vishnu vain and conceited with rajashri kingship indra causely placed on the head of this elephant airavat the divine flowers which had the capacity of destroying death old age and sorrow and even granting moksha as soon as the flowers touched airavat he became filled with the same luster qualities and brilliance as shri vishnu then he left indra and went into the dense forest indra could not mount that elephant nor could he control him this this respectful handling of the sacred flowers caused sage durvasa to become very angry in extreme rage he pronounced a curse on indra munivar durvasa said are puffed up in the pride of kingship why do you insult me i gave you these divine parijata flowers instead of honoring them yourself you put them on the head of your elephant the protocol demands that if you ever receive naivedya fruits or water that have been first offered to shri vishnu you must respectfully and reverently consume and enjoy it yourself and consider yourself blessed and fortunate if you disrespect it and give it away you have committed a sin equal to brahmahatya those who have the saubhagya great good fortune to receive naivedya and offerings from shri vishnu and then throw it away lose their shri and buddhi the one who receives offerings which are made to shri vishnu gets release for 100 ancestors and gets mukti for himself the one who respectfully consumes naivedya out of the offerings made to shri hari and continuously worships him with pujas becomes divine like him when he visits holy places they get blessed by the cool breeze that blows past him the dust from his feet purifies the earth food which is not first offered to bhagwan shri vishnu is just the same as the food in the house of an adulteress covered or shudra food which is offered to shiva linga shudra sacrifice at temple the food prepared by one who sells his daughter a prostitute waste a stale food leftovers food cooked for a cremation food in the house of a woman who is condemned by the shastras one who is on bad terms with his relations a traitor an ungrateful person and a dishonest brahmin are all considered extremely impure but even if this food is first offered to bhagwan shri vishnu vibrated it gets purified even if a chandala the lowest and the most miserable human beings regularly worship bhagwan vishnu he gets blessed with the shakti to merit salvation for one crore human beings a person who has no bhakti for shri hari cannot even maintain himself even unknowingly if one receives and honors naivedya 
that has been offered to Bhagwan Vishnu, he gets released from the sins of innumerable past lives. And those who know and receive the Naivedya with utmost reverence and respect, all their past sins are burnt into ashes. Indra, in arrogance and vanity, you have disrespected the sacred flowers Parijata, which are equal to an offering and placed it on the head of your elephant. As a fruit of this action, Sri Lakshmi will abandon you and return to Bhagwan Sri Hari. I am a devotee of Bhagwan Narayan and I have no fear of Brahma or any of the Devas. I am not afraid of time, death or old age. In fact, I fear no one. Your father, Prajapati Kashyap, can do nothing to me. Devraj, your guru, Brahaspati, is ineffective against my fearless nature. Look, only the one who wears these flowers is worthy of being offered puja. On hearing all this, Indra fell at the feet of Muni Durvasa. He was trembling with fear, full of repentance and shame. He cried loudly. Indra said, Prabhu, it is right that you have put a curse on me to destroy all this maya. I do not regret the loss of my wealth. Please give me counsel and advice on wisdom and divine knowledge. Money is the root of all evil. Aishwarya sows the seeds of discontent and misfortune. It covers pure knowledge and wisdom. It is for this reason that it is called the biggest hurdle and obstacle on the path of mukti. It causes disturbance and temptation at every step. The Muni said, Devraj, wealth is the ankur, that is germ of birth, death, old age, grief and sickness. A man gets blinded by wealth and cannot see the path to mukti. It makes one foolish and is more intoxicating than spirituous liquor. Spirituous liquor. False friends and relations will stick to him like parasites. A man who is drunk with riches, with riches and power gets confused. His senses get dulled and perverted. He is overcome by vices, passion and anger. He loses the sight of the path of spiritual ascent and becomes unfit and unsuitable for any spiritual practices. This blindness is also of two kinds, Rajasik and Tamasik. The one who is completely ignorant of the Shastras is called Tamasik and one who is acquainted with the scriptures and institutes of religion is called Rajasik. The Shastras throw light on two kinds of paths. Prakriti, attachment to worldly objects and Nivriti, salvation. The first part is fraught with sufferings and sorrow, but human beings step on it freely, happily and without any hesitation, just like a bumblebee getting trapped in a pot of honey. This Pravriti Marg is the root cause of birth, death, old age and destruction. A being by his own actions, merits, degrees of births in different yonis, class into which animate beings are divided, which are 84 lakhs. After that, by the grace of God, he gets a human birth with opportunities to associate with pious 
and saintly men. This satsang is the most precious vehicle for crossing the ocean of illusion and the flame which illuminates all the tattva. Among the hundreds and even thousands, it is rare to find one pious and virtuous man who can guide humanity to the path of mukti. Only after this a person gets the desire in his heart and the strength to break the bondage of attachments and attractions. He still has to pass through many births doing punyas, tapasyas and renunciation. Then he comes on to the path of self-realization. This path is free of impediments and obstructions and is very joy-giving. Puranadhara, this knowledge that you wanted was given to me by my respected Guru. Brahman, upon hearing this discourse of Muni Durvasa, Indra felt the strings of detachment. Every day the desire for freedom from worldly attachments grew within him. He left the place and headed for his palace. Upon reaching his kingdom, Amravati, he found that it was overrun by Asuras and Daityas. All the Devas were in distress. The situation was full of confusion and chaos. The situation was full of confusion and chaos. Families had been separated and near and dear ones were missing. There were enemies everywhere. Seeing this, Indra rushed to find Guru Brahaspati. He found him on the banks of Mandakini, sitting in meditation upon Parabrahma Paramatma. When he looked again, he was standing facing the sun and paying obeisance with Gangajal. Tears of joy were falling from his eyes. His body was shining and blissful. That great Dharmatma, full of gravity, honored by all men, respected by his peers, most superior of his race, ominous and forbidding to his enemies, Guruva. Brahaspati was chanting mantras. Devraj Indra watched him for three hours and as soon as he got up from his meditation, he offered pranams. When the Guru acknowledged him, he fell at his feet and began to weep. He told him everything, including the curse that had been pronounced on him by sage Durvasa. Guru Brahaspati, the greatest and wisest of Gurus, replied. Brahaspati said, Puranadhar, do not despair. Listen to me. A statesman does not panic when calamity strikes because adversity and good fortune are fruits of action. Fruits of actions. They are transient. Fortune and misfortunes are the fruits of actions of previous births. And this rule governs all beings. There is not use in becoming disturbed and anxious. It is for experiencing these joys and sorrows that one assumes a gross body. It may take 
even a crore of years but every action bears a fruit which has to be experienced this is an absolute and in unchangeable law which was given to shri brahma by parmatma bhagwan shri krishna and which is contained in the samaveda after all the fruits of all the actions are completely discharged only then a being gets the privilege of a birth in bhagwan bharatvarsh a person is always followed by the consequences of crores of actions in crores of births purandar they stick on like shadows and never leave till all the payment is made the different kinds of time place and persons do not have an influence on karmas but just as a skilled potter uses pole wheel plate and rotation to mold his clay into a beautiful pot so also god almighty uses karma sutra rules governing fate or destiny in dispensing fruits of actions therefore devraj worship that bhagwan narayan at whose god at whose command the universe was created all the three worlds he is the god of all the gods the master of all the masters the protector of all the protectors creator of all the creators the destroying power of the destroyer and the ruler of time if a person who suffers a calamity or a misfortune just remembers bhagwan madhusudana he sees only good in his situation and that becomes his good fortune this advice has been given by none less than bhagwan shankara himself narada saying this the great tatva gnani brihaspati ji embraced indra he blessed him blessed him avarshat koti koti pranam to bhagwan shankara जय श्री माता जी जय श्री माता जी नमस्ते टू ऑल अवर लिस्नर्स ऑफ श्रीमद देवी भागवत